This is episode number nine, and today I'm talking about how you can become immune to negativity and put strategies in place to ultimately help you live a more positive life. Welcome along to the DressageRiderTraining.com podcast. I'm Nicholas Smith, and in each episode I'll bring you an educational or inspiring message to help you unlock your true potential as a dressage athlete. Are you ready? Let's get into it. I'd like to paint a picture for you. Bear with me as I do, as I hope it'll give you a better understanding of how you can achieve your goals. Imagine two rooms. The first room is full of sick people. Everyone has the cold and flu, they're coughing and sneezing away. When you're taking care of your wellness through good sleep, quality food, movement and have a strong immune system, healthy gut, you seem to be able to bounce those colds and flus away and you seem to be able to walk out of that room having not been affected. However, when you're tired, run down, not eating correctly and overstressed, you walk into that room and you catch the first virus or flu that hits you. Now, let's walk in to our second room. This room is full of negative people. There's a negative vibe, negative ideas, discussions, gossiping. There's thoughts bouncing around from one person to the next. When you walk into that room feeling deflated, exhausted, overwhelmed, stressed, or generally lost about what you're doing, you let those thoughts and ideas in that room catch on to you. You even settle into that room and you get involved. You hang out there for a long time, feeling comfortably distracted from your reality. However, if you have a strong sense of purpose, you know what your goals are, you know what your boundaries are, where you're heading, and you're constantly working on your mindset, you can walk into that room and let negativity bounce away from you, like those colds and flus in the body that we had in the previous room. Negativity and thoughts are often external. We can catch them from the environments in which we place ourselves in. We can't always avoid these environments. They're always going to be around, but the way you practice your boundaries that you've set in place which I talked about on the previous episode and the way you keep your strength internally is about improving your mental wellness and we can't avoid these environments so we want to build our physical wellness we also want to build and become resilient with our mental wellness as well so just like you need to have a strong immune system to fight those colds and flus you do also need to have a strong immune mental strength as well to be able to avoid being drawn into negativity and walking into those sorts of doors as minimally as possible. You're going to be able to set yourself up for success when you have strong boundaries in place. Both mental and physical wellness is a daily practice. It's not something that you can just switch on. Consistency and creating environments every day to nurture these things. When we don't, we can dig ourselves into deep holes of mental unwellness. It's the same with our physical well-being. Whether it's mental or physical, it's so much harder to climb yourself out the deeper the hole gets and the bigger it becomes. 
So how do we build more mental wellness and build our mindset? Well, I like to define happiness as being content with who you are, with what you have, and knowing where you're heading. It's about being grateful for how far you've come, the journeys, your experiences, and who you are today. It's about what you've done, and it's also about knowing what path you personally are on. Because without clarity, we drift, we wander, we get frustrated, and we get annoyed with life in general. We think the grass is greener over the other side, or other people, and we look at other people's circumstances versus looking at our own. A clear roadmap allows us to drive distraction-free and to get to our destination and enjoy the journey. So it's about knowing where you're heading that builds happiness and contentment. And there's no when you know this and you've got strength within this, you don't look at other people and you don't get a case of comparatonitis because you're so content about where you're heading. So being positive and grateful isn't something that you do on occasion. If you want to foster that mindset wellness, it really is about consistency and strengthening that sort of muscle, working at it like any other muscle and surrounding yourself with environments that nurture that. You want to be making sure that you've got this on repeat, so creating lifestyle and and habits that make it simpler and being really careful about the environments and the people in which you choose to place yourself into and around with consistency. That being said, there's always going to be circumstances where you put yourself into environments where it's not, but if you've got that strong bubble, you don't allow the negativity to come in. You've got that mental immuneness, (laughs) strong immune mental health. Having strategies in place, though, can pull you out of trouble quickly when you do find yourself slipped down and it can get you back onto the path of success. So I want to share some of my tips to help you bring more focus into your mental well-being and bringing more fuel into your mindset so you can get a much more positive mindset and be much more happier and content about where you're going and what you're doing. So one of the big things to think about is showing gratitude for where you are right now. Understanding that gratitude has a huge impact in changing your mental state. They have done studies where they um, measure the highlights of your brain and what parts um, get highlighted up the most in terms of different emotions. And being grateful is one of the most powerful emotions that lights up parts of your brains, gets all the neural firings happening that is incredibly powerful for changing your mindset. So no matter where you are, you can always find something to be grateful for, whether it's simply being grateful for having a healthy body or food on the table or um, two legs or a horse to ride. There's always something that you can be grateful for and having more moments in your day when you're grateful is going to start to change your mindset as well. Next thing is to set goals about what you're wanting to achieve and put actionable steps in place that are going to help you to achieve these goals. So have a year plan, a five-year plan, 12-year plan, then break it down six months, break it down to three months, break it down to weeks. doesn't mean you have to stick to that diligently and things always change, but when you have a roadmap and you know where your destination is, you can get clarity and you can always be pivoting on that roadmap to be able to get to where you're going and you might get there sooner, but the, the, 
the power comes in that clarity and the destination of where you're wanting to head. And this can be broken down into your writing goals, your personal goals, financial goals, health goals. You can put them all into different brackets, but having that clear vision of what you're trying to achieve helps you be content about the actionable steps that you put in place. Next thing is understand that you are in control of what you want to achieve. It's up to you, no one else. There is power in that and there is huge power in just knowledge and knowing that you can't rely on somebody else to be able to get you to where you want to go. So reminding yourself of that and not hoping that it's going to come luckily falling down from a tree. It's all up to you about achieving your goals and where you want to head and hard work and persistence and patience are magic words and those overnight success stories that you might hear and you might um, look upon are usually got 10 years, 20 years of hard, dedicated work behind them and a lot of sweat and tears. Next thing to think about is surround yourself with people who support your vision, people who are going to help you get to where you're wanting to go. And this can be people who you see in person, this can be mentors, this can be through books and putting that type of information into your mind that help you gain the knowledge, the tools that you need to be able to get to where you want to go. Remind yourself daily of what your goals are and what path you're wanting to do. You might like to set up a vision board, you might have a diary, you might even set up a screensaver on your computer. That's one of the things I love to do, is my screensaver has all these images of what I'm wanting to achieve and where I'm wanting to go. And it's a nice simple thing, I adjust it every now and then just putting in new things that I'm striving for and where I'm wanting to go. Get advice from people who can help you reach your goals. There's a saying out there about you wouldn't take criticism from somebody you wouldn't get advice from and the same thing goes the other way so there's a lot of people out there willing to throw out criticism and there's a lot of people out there willing to give advice and take advice from the people who have knowledge. So, for example, we have built our property here, so our, um, you know, lots of landscaping, lots of building, and I have got advice from people who are good at what they do. So we get advice from the architect for design. We've got advice from a landscape designer to help us design the balance of the property. We've got advice from people about colours. We've asked the specific people who do those specific things, who have a lot of knowledge in that area, about what is the best thing to do. I don't want to put that all onto myself because and think that I can do that, and then I don't want to ask the, um, the concrete grinder man about what sort of colours would be good in this room because those two people don't really have... A good, a good mix so you want to ask the people who have the right advice for what you're getting wanting to get knowledge on and don't just get advice from people who um, who may not have the the answers that you are really looking for I think you know what I mean on that one um, continue to grow and learn so have a growth mindset keep searching for answers don't be closed-minded and think that you know everything and one of the great things I love about riding and horses is that you have to continue to learn every horse teaches you something new there is so many different ways to train horses so it's about finding a way that works and sits right for you 
And it's about building that relationship together. The same goes for all aspects of your life. Keep continuing to grow and learn and building that mental strength, that mental wellness, and keep surrounding yourself with ways so that you can keep growing and learning. Because there's so much to learn out there. And the more that you keep growing and learning, the more you become a student and the more exciting life becomes. Next thing is to become ridiculously passionate about something. Immerse yourself into it. And that's really easy to do, obviously, with horses because we are ridiculously passionate about it and something we love. So don't be lukewarm about it. Go all in and immerse yourself with it to go deep into your passion and follow it with your full heart because you never know where that may end. And then support yourself around that. So if riding is your full passion and you're super passionate about that, then surround yourself with ways that can support that. So if you're and making sure that you are getting an environment that helps support that as well and people that help support that too. Next thing to think about is letting go of the past, focus on the future and the present moment and just let go of all the negative chatter and the thoughts that come through about the past and what could go wrong in the future. Just focus on where you're wanting to head and focus on letting go of the negative and so One of the big things about this is I've bought into that meditation series, that competition meditation series, is the power of letting go and strengthening your mind to let go so that you can become more present. And this isn't something that comes naturally, it's something that needs to be strengthened and constantly reminded yourself of. I constantly throughout my day find myself thinking too much into the future thinking about things of the past, worrying about other things. But what helps me stay content and focused throughout my day, what helps me have hugely productive days and stay on task is the ability to let go, to stay in the moment and to constantly train that muscle to keep letting go and to keep staying on the path where I'm wanting to head. Next thing to think about is just to stay positive and be a positive influence to those around you. Share kindness, don't um, be negative, don't moan about other people, just keep your thoughts and the negativity to yourself or within the walls of your house and be that positive influence that shines and that you can spread that to others. Next thing is to back yourself 100%. If you aren't going to back yourself, who is? And then lastly, the last step to help you build more wellness is to simply repeat all of these steps daily. It's a daily practice, so surround yourself with ways and tools that you can continue to build your mental wellness so you can become more immune to negativity. Just as you are what you eat, you are also how you move your body, and you are equally what you place in what you are what the environment is that you place your body into so if your environment that you place yourself and your mind into it's constantly sabotaged with trash tv um, terrible things on the news terrible gossip um, people who are constantly moaning and annoying and you are constantly then on social media scrolling and getting a case of just comparing and all of those things there, that is not building a strong mental wellness. So flip it around, start to think about how you can build more mental wellness, strengthen your mindset, give your mind fuel that helps it become strong 
and simply repeat this daily. That's it for this episode. If you found it helpful, make sure you download my free guide at dressageridertraining.com. It will help you get started on your journey to becoming the best writer you can be. If you know others who might like the show, please do share this with them. My goal is to help others enjoy their riding even more by taking care of themselves as much as they do their horses. And finally, if you have time to give this podcast a review, it would mean the world to me. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you on the next episode.